Again, it's the joy of my internet. I don't know what happened there. I completely... I had you and then I lost you. And it said we were still connected, but clearly we were not. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pre-Accident Investigation Podcast. I'm Todd Conklin. How are you? Are you good? I hope you're good. And it's kind of, I mean, I'm going with the good part of this. So, I mean, that's that's always my goal is to keep us on the good side. So today we're going to talk about a special event that is coming up right down the old pike. In fact, it is May 7th and 8th. There's so much going on for you guys. I bet, man, you have lots of choices. I guess that's a good thing. So I'm, it just seems like a lot to me. But May 7th and 8th in Las Vegas, Nevada, Nip and Arnold and I are doing a Costa Concordia two-day workshop. And the, the, the meetings in Vegas, which I know is kind of controversial because Vegas always sounds like it's a party, but it's, um, it, it worked out. It's a, it's a pretty good place to do meetings because it's affordable and it's easy to get in and out of. And, and, um, and it's, it's a place to, to sort of have this conference. It's not on the strip if that helps your boss. I don't know if it will because it still seems like it's kind of a holiday. But if you can't get there, you ought to try to get there. This two-day workshop is um, it's worth its weight in gold. And it's, it's, uh, it's one that's doable. The best thing I can tell you is that if you're interested in it, you can always contact Office Todd Conklin, just one word, at gmail.com. You, that always gets a hold of me, or Brent at least. But it's, it's really set up. With with Nip and Arnold and the study of the Costa Concordia. Now we've talked about this before. Uh, in fact, we even did a um, a workshop in in Houston a couple weeks ago, and and it's um it's really a good workshop because it's two days. The first day is really a, a the fundamental philosophy around accident investigation. The second day actually is when we're going to get into the case study deep into the into the the Costa Concordia failure. And uh, if you're interested, the best thing I can tell you is to go to novellus.solutions, and it's N-O-V-E-L-L-U-S dot solutions, and just check it out. I mean, you can, you, can, you can check that out. It's the 7th and 8th of May. It's right on the heels of the HOP conference in Chattanooga. So it's kind of we're sort of double booked here, but it was the one chance that, Nippon had to come to the United States, and it's on the heels of a, a London meeting for us. So what I did is I called Nippon and I talked to him about it, and I just thought, I thought, well, let's let's get into sort of some details about what this meeting's about, and see if that'll help. And it's a it's a pretty good conversation. I don't think you'll find it too boring. Um, uh, there's quite a bit of excitement. There's a, a well, I'm not going to tell you what's in the middle, but there's a little adventure right in the middle of it that I think you'll find interesting and compelling. Uh, mostly it's a chance for us to hang out and really what it's a chance for us to do is I think talk about one of the main tools we have to facilitating change in an organization, which is changing event learning. And I'm, 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 it's a big one to me. I mean, I think about this all the time and the best way to have this conversation is let's just listen to what Nippon and I have to say to each other about this very topic. So I'll, I'll try to not spend more time boring you with my crap, I'll uh, let us bore you collectively with our, our crap. So let's jump into our crap and see if our crap is less boring than my crap. 
you be the judge. Here's Nippon and I talking about the, the workshop in Vegas on May 7th and 8th. Is that what date it is? Did I have this right? I should look this up because I should not screw that up because that seems like, yeah, May 7th and 8th, I had it right. So here we go. This is Nippon Arnold and Todd Conklin, Chitty Chatting. Here we go. No, we, I think I lost you where I asked you the question about the differentiation between uh, philosophy and method. And you were explaining that to me, and I think it dropped off there. Yeah, so that's a really good question. What is the difference between philosophy and method when you think of accident investigation? And I guess what I would say, it's kind of a simple answer, but I would say that the, the method is, is the way you do the investigation. The, maybe you use a root cause analysis or a Y tree or five Ys or, or Mort, or you use some kind of oftentimes uh, off the shelf standardized method by which investigation protocols happen. And they're almost always connected to some kind of accounting system, some kind of tracking system, some kind of software system. That's the method. The philosophy is how you think about doing an investigation. And what I've said for years is I can't really tell you how to do an investigation because there's never been two that are alike, at least in my experience. But what I can help you do is talk about how to think about doing an investigation, which is what I think your program with the Costa Concordia event does beautifully, is, is, is it doesn't really tell you how to do an investigation it tells you how to think about the data and information that's a part of the story of the failure that happened. Does that answer the question? It absolutely does. Uh, um, and I think sometimes we get too hung up on the vocabulary. But, the, but if we were smart enough, as you very rightly said, to pick up the philosophy rather than the method, uh, I think all those things that the so-called causes and the consequences we could delve a little bit deeper into it and find it, find a better meaning. Sometimes the vocabulary hinders uh, from uh, us to, to, to go deeper into things, but it's all there. If you understand the philosophy, there is no reason why you cannot turn the same investigation into something more meaningful. And we've, we've kind of fallen in love with the vocabulary. I think you're exactly right. And so we build these systems that are really cause-oriented. I mean, you know, we look for cause. We seek cause. And we do that because, you know, we're human beings and we have existential reason to believe there must be a cause. But we've then coded those into our systems with accounting and tracking systems that oftentimes put people into a position where they're pulling down a pull-down menu on a computer and force-fitting the event into a cause code in order to track it with the corporate system, you know, back in headquarters. And I think that's the benefit that the event you're doing, well, the event we're going to do in Las Vegas, that's the benefit that that has is it really talks not about the limitations of method because every method is good and bad. Every method has limitations for sure. What it talks about is the philosophical underpinnings and the way you think about actually going in and understanding and explaining what happened. And I think that's a really interesting possibility for us. So in a way, what you're referring to is that let's not get too hung up with the vocabulary and create a divide between us and them, right. safety one and safety two, new view and old view. Let's try and understand the vocabulary to get into the skin of things. Exactly. And the, and, the, yes. and the benefit for us in the end, the benefit is that we, we get smarter and better and we understand and, and can explain how the event transpired. And, and once we understand and explain how the event transpired, then actually 
it becomes pretty easy to think about the potential need for corrective actions for things we could go out and fix and make it better. And that, that is where this gets super interesting. At least in my opinion, that's a really cool thing to do. Yes, absolutely. And uh, what I always say is that uh, when something goes wrong, which is what we all normally investigate, it has gone right many, many times before. And that's why people do it. And if you do not understand how it how it goes right, we have no hope of understanding why it goes wrong occasionally. So I think that's uh, that that. So I think what I'm trying to say is that this is what we are investigating in the case of Costa Concordia is just a normal day. Uh, if we leave the outcome aside, if we leave that ugly outcome aside that the ship actually capsized, everything else that happened on the day is a perfect everyday typical work. And that's interesting. And that, I think, makes the meeting really fun. So we're going to be together May 7th and 8th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, Nippon, you told me this is your first trip to Las Vegas. But the people who come and enjoy the conference with us, they're going to probably be a little more expert-based in their Nevada encounter. So I promise you, Nippon, we will lead you to the best possible experience you can have in Las Vegas without breaking any laws. That's my uh, one caveat is that we'll keep it legal. But we're looking at the 7th and 8th of May, and we're going to be at the uh, Hampton Inn Conference Center next to the In-N-Out Burger on Dean Martin Boulevard. And uh, everybody's welcome. We'd love to have everybody. The really interesting thing about this time we're going to spend together is that we're going to spend a day talking about really what we just talked about, the philosophical underpinnings of doing event learning and then we're going to spend an entire day deep diving into the Costa Concordia which you've done this conference uh, around the globe a bunch of times so it's you're getting good at it for sure aren't you well I'm so looking forward to it there was something uh, I think uh, uh, we do exactly the same in London there's something else I wanted to share with you which is a little bit funny uh, if you if you have a couple of minutes sure yes, I, got a, uh, I got nothing but time so here you go. Um, uh, you tell the second. I mean, essentially, what we are doing is in this, in the case of Costa Concordia, we are telling the second story of the accident. And uh, I think this could be a perfect title for this podcast. That uh, tell me, was he drunk? So the way it goes is that you listen to the second story, which is the 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 story that comes from the captain. The first being the official narrative, the second being the one from the captain. You tell the story uh, during a workshop. You spend one full day. And somebody comes to you at the end of the day to say, I think I understand everything, uh, but tell me something. Uh, I'm just curious to know, was he, what, 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 what was his state of mind on that day? Was he drunk? Was he high on cocaine? And it's such a fascinating thing when somebody says that. <laughs> because you wonder, you, you've heard the full story and you still believe that, you know, he was drunk, he was high on cocaine, <laughs> he was high on something. So that... You know, while you empathize with the situation, while you understand that this was just a normal day at work, the anxiety to find that, you know, that they equate between a, a big cause and a big consequence is so deep rooted in us as humans. I mean, that's so fascinating. That's that's one thing we hear all the time. On the other hand, we hear a feeling of guilt, you know, for, for holding such a low opinion about the ship captain. So I keep seeing this contrast all the time between people who have heard the full story and still believe in something uh, you know, in, in an imagination and others who completely buy into it and, and, and have a feeling of guilt and remorse and whatnot. And, Fascinating. And, and what's interesting is that both those outcomes 
are expected and people deal with them all the time. So Absolutely. I, I, I'm stunned. I'm constantly stunned by, by the need to blame somebody because of this kind of existential driver that says somebody must have done something really wrong. But that I think is a conversation we just continually have and, and events like this workshop that helps us slowly, but surely brick by brick kind of tear that wall down so that people are more open to understanding the more really context rich story of the failure, the guilt. I don't think we deal with that part enough. And that is the restorative nature that understanding brings that once you fully understand the second story, not just the first story, but the second story, then and only then can you start to move the organization forward to restore their ability to do work again safer than they've ever done it before. And it's that combination that I think that discussion that is really paramount to the workshop. And that, that's what will make the Vegas experience, I think, really interesting. It's not necessarily you're going to come in there and, and leave with some new tools in doing investigations. That, that's really not that important. Get a sheet of paper and go crazy. What you're going to leave with is a new way to think about doing investigations. And that's worth its weight in gold. I think that'll be really fun. I think so too, Todd. Uh, uh, really looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. And and uh, and the fact that we've done these before, I think, is really helpful. Um, that that's good. And people who've taken it really, really, really like it. So that's that's been an exciting thing as well. I think the opportunity to do it in the United States is is valuable, and I hope people can work it into their schedule. Um, it's it should be a really it's uh, it's it'll be a good time. I can I can pretty much assure a good time that uh, the worst case scenarios it'll be a good time. Best case scenarios you're going to learn a bunch about what happens and how this event transpires. Yes, absolutely. Uh, as I said, uh, this will be the second time we'll work together, or the third time by the time we get to Vegas, and I'm so looking forward to it, Todd. Sounds good. Sounds really good. What's what's the future look like for you for the next year? Um. You mean uh, 2021? Yeah, I mean, do, will people have other opportunities to see you, or is this is this kind of their one shot in North America for the year? Or, um, how's it look? No, no, uh, there's a few things lined up, Todd. Uh, I'm actually off to uh, to Australia and New Zealand in August and September. I'm coming back in September again to to United States to I think it's California this time, San Ramon. Uh, I'm. I'm still working out the schedule for year after, um, but there's I'm, I'm starting a few other things alongside uh, this. So yeah, looking forward to a lot of big things happening now. Now that meeting in September, the one you're talking about, I think that's um, that's the uh, workshop we're doing together, and I actually think that's going to be in Houston. Um, and I'm, that's that's the one that's specific for an organization, and that'll be really fun. I look forward to that one as well. That'll be a good time. Yes, likewise. Uh, and also, there's an awful lot of interest from the health sector. So I'm, yeah. I'm doing a lot of workshops in, in within Europe. Uh, and that's fascinating because what's interesting here is that a lot of learning is so transferable to other sectors. Uh, that's that's what people find so meaningful. Yeah, I agree. The the, the transferability of, of what you talk about is really strong. And I think it'll be fun. So how do people sign up in Eventbrite? They can go to your website? 
Yeah, they can go on novellus.solutions. Uh, I, you can put the, the link on, on, on your podcast or sure. podcast, whichever way you want to call it. Sure. And uh, yeah, it can go out from there. Uh, it's got everything. Uh, the I've got a page dedicated to 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 the accident itself, and then uh, and then to the bookings and the logistics side of things. It sounds good. It sounds like it'll be a really good time. It's the seventh and eighth in Vegas, and um and everybody's twenty nine and thirtieth in April of April in London. Yes. Yeah, and we've got the London one as well. So uh, th- that should be we're gonna be busy. You and I. Yes, uh, and I'm looking forward to doing more things with you in the future, Todd. There's so much learning. Hold on to your hat. That's all I can say, Nip, and hold on to your hat. I'm not going to do it if we have to travel this much. Let's just put that. I'm, I'm drawing a line in the sand, but I'm super excited about doing it. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. Excellent. 7th and 8th in Vegas. All right, Nip, and thank you for your time, my friend. Likewise, Todd. Have a nice evening. Same to you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And there you have it, May 7th and 8th, Las Vegas, on Dean Martin Boulevard, across from the In-N-Out Burger at the Hampton Inn. If you've been there before, you know exactly the place I speak. They have a nice little conference center. It's actually not even connected. It's next to the hotel. It works pretty well. It's good. And it's fun. Um, the the Nippin, the the deep dive case study in the Costa Concordia is worth your time. There's a lot of learning there. Just a lot. A lot, actually. And then anytime we get to hang out together, it's a pretty good time. I feel good about it as well. So that is, my friend, the story of that podcast and our time together. But more importantly, an opportunity for you to come on a really busy week, at least for me. But I hope it's good for you. Uh, Thursday and Friday, 7th and 8th of May. See you in Vegas. Novellus.solutions. That'll get you there. Or just give us a ring at office Todd Conklin, gmail.com. I don't know, whatever. If you get a chance, it'd be fun to have you. It's, uh, it'd be a good time. I think you'd have, a, you'd have a lot of fun. And isn't that what it's all about? Until then, though, learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Thanks for patiently waiting through this one. That's cool. And uh, for goodness sakes, be safe.